episode 52 of the Odd Tees podcast. It's Harry Mays, Jason Martinez, and uh, we're getting closer to spring, Harry. Yeah, it's cold like it, right now, man. It's freezing. <laughs> it's like now winter has hit, you know, like we, we were kind of mild and 60 degrees in February, which was out of whack. And now it's like back into the 30s with a lot of wind. And uh, these next two, two and a half weeks look to be pretty grim uh, until we get to April. But we got, you know, the NCAA tournament, the conference tournaments are heating up this week. In fact, today they really get going. Uh, got the Players Championship this week. You know, Augusta's right around the corner. The NFL Draft. We got NFL Free Agency. And the Sixers, you know, just got done with a, a five-game road trip where they won four out of five. I happened to catch, uh, you know, bits and pieces of of all the games and uh, was pretty impressed. Are you really jumping in now on the uh, on the NBA, on the Sixers? Well, yeah. I mean, it's, like, it's that time of the year now. I mean, they're running down, you know, the final, what, I don't know how many games with 17, maybe games to go 15 games to go. And they got a really tough stretch coming down the stretch here with a lot of games, like on every other night. Yeah. Um, last night they rested Harden. Uh, now they're going to have, I think two nights off until they come back home and play Portland. But the, the biggest key for doc rivers and that staff is going to be managing the minutes of their two, you know, stars and you yeah. know, Harden's long in the tooth. And he had last night off and after a 20 assist game, he was absolutely amazing uh, in that game against the Indiana Pacers, which, which reminded you of an old ABA game back in the 70s where both yeah. teams are in the 140s. There's no freaking defense. But uh, it, it, they've been pretty fun to watch. I got to I gotta be honest. I mean, I go back to, you know, they lost to Boston and, Mi- and Miami at home and then Dallas on the road. They lost three of four games. And then they hit this stretch with, you know, starting with Milwaukee. And that was an unbelievable game. I don't know if you saw that, but. Uh, Harden and one forty one thirty one game or whatever that was in the one thirties that game <laughs> the, the one forty seven one forty three was over Indiana which was the next right. uh, the next game but Embiid and Harden became the first pair to score thirty plus and have ten plus assists since nineteen seventy nine how about wow. that so who and did that, it in seventy nine that's even pre magic. Uh, yeah, that is pre-magic. You know, that's back <laughs> when, like, uh, the Seattle Sonics and the Bol- uh, Washington Bullets yeah. were towards the, the top of the league. Yeah, yeah. The, <laughs> the Bullets. Uh, but 48 points in the fourth quarter. They trailed by 18 in the third. It's amazing. That's what always amazes me about the NBA. Is you can see a team, they're just sort of cruising, and they're getting beat by 18, 20 points. And all of a sudden, they make a run. And yeah. it's like a 16 to 0 run. And you're like, how does the team that they just had had you down by 18 go five minutes without scoring? Yeah. It's just crazy what happens. And they were good enough earlier to build right. up a 16 or 18 point lead. Exactly. You know, <laughs> and in weird. Milwaukee's a, you know, in fact, they're the best team in the league. Um, I mean, they're tops of of the East, and then it comes Boston and then the Sixers. But uh, this Niang guy had four out of five threes mm-hmm. in the fourth George. quarter. And you know who's been freaking on fire in this road trip from three is Maxi. Yeah. He is they 19. Need, they need him. They do. And he's stepping up at the right time. 19 of 33 on the road trip from beyond the arc. That's 57.5%. Geez, that's ridiculous. It really is. Yeah, they, they really need is. that. They need the his shooting and that yep. that threat from three in the playoffs in a huge way. You know, the, Harry, I, I've come to the conclusion. You just brought up a great point about the runs in the NBA, and I think the biggest element in team sport maybe stands baseball a little bit, but in 
the NBA, in the NFL. We saw it in the playoffs again. And in the NHL, it, the most important element is momentum. Mm. <laughs> and when you don't have it, getting it, keeping it as long as you can and finding a way to get it back. Because you see these huge comebacks in NBA games all the time, like the start of a second half. Yeah. Right. Rep Brown sucked at it, you know, at stemming right. it. And in the NFL, we saw it in the playoffs this year, huge comebacks because a team lets their foot off the gas and they can't get it going again. It's crazy. Yeah. That's really apparent in college sports too, like college oh, football time. and college basketball. Uh-huh. I mean, I mean, the, the field can just get, get uh, slanted on you real quick and yep. it just gets out of hand, uh, you know, because there's, uh, you know, especially, you know, in some of these venues, you know, where the stadium just absolutely goes. But it's like when we were talking last week about the Wells Fargo Center, mm-hmm. when that place is jumping, yeah. you know, we played the audio of, uh, you know, the, the Sixers final couple of seconds there. And it's just like the, that building just becomes totally alive. Yeah. And if you're the opposition, that's tough to stem. It chokes you out. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it psychs you out that we played that Kevin Harlan clip, which was right. awesome. Yeah, it was great. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I've become a firm believer that the, the best coaches know how to regain momentum, push the mm-hmm. right buttons, call the timeout at the right time. You know yeah, what I mean? Like, say the right thing. Right. You know? Stop the run. Like a college yep. basketball coach, like Jay Wright was brilliant at it. Awesome. When, you know, when the opponent was starting to get some real juice, he'd call that timeout right at the right time and making it making a substitution or something, and it would totally change it. Yep. And yep. sometimes you gotta bring you gotta bring your guys over and you gotta read them the right act. Yeah. You, you gotta chew out some asses, you know, right. wake them up that way. Other times you gotta call them over, Harry, and you gotta say, boys. Just take a deep breath. Sometimes you don't say anything. Yeah. Sometimes it's sometimes just... the head coach doesn't even say say a thing. Yep. And you go, hey, we're fine. He's out. He's out there working the official for the timeout uh-huh. because he and didn't like not, is... not getting a call, and then, and then the assistant might be talking to one of the you know the point guard or whatever. But the head coach says nothing. Yep. Because sometimes uh, uh, momentum just needs to be interrupted mm-hmm. in in flow. It's, yeah. It's unbelievable. I'm gonna do a whole documentary on it, Harry. Are you? I, I think so. I got nothing else to do. Where are you getting the funding for that? I don't know. Okay. We're going to put together uh, a GoFundMe. Okay. Yeah, everybody else does. (laughs) Yeah, why don't we? Right. I thought it was key, though, last night because there was a back-to-back, you know, after the Indiana game. And, you know, know, four out of five on the road ended up being wins. But they, they, they didn't have Harden, and they got a big lead because they stepped on the throat of a, of a not-so-good team. Okay, mm-hmm. who had really who had really has one player. Gobert did nothing last night. It was, it was all Edwards. But they were able to rest Embiid for the entire fourth quarter. He only played 28 minutes and scored 39 points Yeah, in 28 minutes, four for four from three, and they were able to rest him the, the entire fourth quarter. I thought that was huge. Yeah, that's efficiency right there. Yeah. Uh, it, now, now you got me. God damn it. You got me all pumped up for the NBA playoffs exactly right. a month away. Dude, you see what the Knicks have done? The Knicks, they they just lost last night for their first time in 10 games. They had a 9-game yeah. winning streak. The Sixers stopped a 16-game uh winning streak by the Bucks the other night. And now the Boston Celtics have lost 3 straight. So every, everything's starting to shift here. It's going to be a great finish. Huh? I'm yeah. telling you. Get on board. Yeah, yeah the NBA is compelling once again. We'll see if what the Sixers can do come playoff time cuz that's and this is all well and good. Mhm. 
But what they are able to do in the first and second round, if they can get yeah. past that second round finally. Probably the Celtics. They probably have Boston in the oh. second round. I mean, that's going to be a Titanic series. <laughs> but I got to ask you now, because we just, uh, since we last spoke, the trade deadline has come and gone in the NHL. Is that right, and, Harry? And, and there was much hand-wringing uh, over, the, over the weekend about a trade that didn't go down for the Philadelphia Flyers. Yeah, JVR is so. Still take us here. inside here. Well, I mean, I, I think there's a couple things at play. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Number one, I think that the market and for JVR was very thin because the teams that are looking to add her are all pretty set in their top six, right? If they're okay. buying, they're going okay. We need some depth help, or we need this, you know, but. JVR, if he's not playing in your top six, is rather ineffective at this point in his career. He's not a checking player. He's got to play with other talent. You can't put him on a fourth line and play him eight to ten minutes and, and get anything out of it, especially for the cap hit of $7 million. Now, the Flyers would eat half of that, so 3.5, coupled with that that's a hard cap hit to fit on a, t- a really good team. Right. Um, and – you know, they, they weren't able to trade them. Now, Chuck Fletcher said they didn't have any offers until 140 on deadline day. I think there was probably some, you know, in his case, overvaluing the player. Mm. And maybe moving him a week earlier would have been more prudent. Uh, but he was trying to drive a market and it didn't happen. And it's caused all hell to break loose. Well, I saw or I read, I believe it was Crossing Broad, where uh, he got booed at a charity function by Flyers fans. Yeah, season ticket shortly after. Event. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I, I, I thought that was inappropriate. Did you? Yeah, I, I think the time and place, I, you know, you're at an event. I, I know I get it. It might be the only time that that fan gets to be within earshot of him, and I'm going to give him my two cents but we'll ask him a question because it is a forum you can ask the question okay yeah. you can ask but i heard he got booed oh he did yeah and coach yeah. was kind of laying into the people because he was the mc of the event oh he was yeah oh. so oh <laughs> absolutely spectacular <laughs> national hockey league he's never said nhl in his life Harry. no 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 it's national hockey league but where do now, they go going forward now what, what's their what's their plan to increase the talent level on this roster well, first of all, you got the the NHL draft lottery. They're going to have a rough eighteen game finish here because mm-hmm. they got a tough schedule. Okay, and they they don't have a ton of talent, obviously. Yeah, so it's going to be rough down the stretch. They can finish with a, a bottom five worst record in the league, and you see where a player, you know, what you can accomplish here in the lottery because it's not just Bedard. Mm. There's other really good players in this twenty twenty three draft. Torch keeps using the term addition by subtraction, but I don't know what that means Hmm. in team sport because is the guy that you're getting rid of, like at the office, we can get rid of dead weight at the radio station. Right. And go, yeah, we're more efficient now. That's addition by subtraction. Well, it's kind of like temple basketball. Uh, Mm -hmm. They they lost their quote unquote star player. And I actually think they're a better team without them. Yeah. He destroyed the team dynamic. Yeah. 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 So you look at it and you go, okay, what is addition? Now, is the addition for, say, addition by subtraction is Kevin Hayes. Mm. Is the guy that you replace him with going to give you the same point production? Is he younger, cheaper? What what does that mean? So I got to ask Torts about that. Right. How do you quantify that? Yeah. Well, I mean, you can say addition by subtraction, but it's my contention, Harry, that this team cannot take a step backwards next year. 
you have to be on an ascension. I don't know how steep it is. It might be like this, Mm -hmm. but it can't be back down like that, especially when you've been pointing to this draft in 2023. You can't be worse next year in a in an inferior draft than this year. Right, right. Not just my opinion. You know what's never worse? What? It's always better. The fudge that you get at the original uh, Fudge Kitchen, the official sponsor of Not For Long Media and the IG's podcast, the original Fudge Kitchen, of course, a staple of the Jersey Shore. Six locations, Cape May, Wildwood, Stone Harbor, Ocean City. The original Fudge Kitchen makes all of their fudge and sweet treats right in the store, guaranteeing a delicious product. So stop by and let them know that N4L sent you. If you're not able to visit in person, not a problem. They'll ship it across the USA. Be sure to check them out at fudgekitchens.com. The original Fudge Kitchen, shipping fudge and sweet treats across the country. Yeah, I just booked uh, our beach house for the week of uh, last week of June to July 1st, I think so. Oh, yeah. During my birthday time. Yeah, right. well, yeah. we're going down to celebrate, huh? Oh, yeah? Yeah, bringing the whole family down. Um, speaking the old of, lady's uh, going to get buckled on the beach. Oh, the pet in the hand, huh? <laughs> the Speaking of uh, emceeing a Flyers event, I'll be emceeing one tonight. No. A season ticket holder event with, uh, check out this lineup of people that I have to do it with. Dave Schultz, the oh, hammer. Love the hammer. Not beat the Not hammer. Not beat the hammer, exactly. <laughs> Um, Mark Howe, NHL Hockey Hall of oh, Fame. yeah. Legend. Yep. Eric Lindros. Really? Yes. Dorney. Gary Dornhofer. Oh, yes. And Jimmy Watson. <laughs> oh, man. The brothers Watson. Crew. That yeah. is a crew. <laughs> so I'll be hanging with them tonight doing a Where? little Q&A. At Wells Fargo for some oh, season yeah. ticket holders in the East Food Hall. Yeah. Tonight nice. at 5 o'clock, I got to get there. Now, how many season ticket holders will be in here? On, I don't uh, know. I mean, Probably is it a a, just a certain number or is it anybody and everybody that has a season ticket can go? I think that I'm not sure how to do that, but there'll probably be a couple hundred people there and the, you know, mm. and we'll do a Q&A and we'll talk to all those. What a plethora of different kind of skill sets there. Yeah. You know, the, the sheer brawn and brute force of the hammer and, and Lindros, the finesse and skating and hockey IQ of Mark Howe yeah. and Jimmy Watson on that blue line. It's like a great lineup. I guess so I'm the goaler. There's no game today either, so that's just a standalone event. Mm-hmm. Oh wow! Yeah, so I'll be down there tonight. I'm looking forward to that. Hanging now, out. Is that a paid game. gig? Do you get paid for that? Is that part of your your stipend that you get from the the organization? That's part. That's part of my deal. Okay. That I hang with the Hall of Famers. Okay. So yeah, not bad. It'll be a fun time tonight. That will be um, nice. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to that and. Talk to those guys, tape a couple maybe interviews for the old podcast while I'm there. Knock out two birds with one stone. Mm-hmm. Um, real quick, did you see uh Stephen A and what happened on first take? Was it first? Yeah, first take, right? I didn't see it. I don't watch first take, although I know that you know they're doing anything they can to get people to pay attention to it. You know, whenever yeah. they whenever they need something, they'll they'll go race. I heard that uh, Reddick and Perkins got into it the other day. I mean, it might have been yesterday uh, about race. So, you know, it's, it's a slow time for them, too. You know, they're yeah. in the lull after the football. Yeah, after football, pre-draft, pre-playoffs, it's kind of boring. So they, they yeah. need to spice it up. Well, we know that ESPN and TNT are the rights holders for the national broadcast for the NHL. Correct. And I think it's horrible, by the way. The way it's split up. I used to love it when it was on NBC Sports Network because I thought they Mm -hmm. did, A, a great job. And I always knew where to go 
yeah. uh, to get hockey. Now it's like, I, what nights are they on TNT? What night? You know, it's like it's all thrown all over the place. And uh, then I guess you have it on ABC on the weekends. Now they're doing the, what this, um, you know, the weekend games are. Flyers play three thirty in Pittsburgh on ABC. ABC. Oh, they do. That made uh, yeah. is that one of the, is that a national game or is that just a regional? No, that's a national game. That's a national game. Wow. Saturday. Wow. Yeah. The but you know what I mean? It's know. just it, it requires me to to work harder to find the games. Yeah, and you're not about that, and I'm not about that. Yeah. So with ESPN being one of the, you know, national rights holders, this event happened on first takes. So let me play this for you, Harry. I'm going to get your thoughts on is this. Michael happening. K, too? This is Michael K. Yeah, K. All right. So here, here we go. Some good. I have a good one. I think it's an interesting one. Which team in New York do you think wins a championship next? Rangers. Oh Lord! Come on, Patrick Kane they is don't able. Count. They don't count. Take they, it don't out. Count. they don't count. They don't count. Whoa, 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 whoa! She said they don't count. And I love you, Gary Bettman. That's my yeah, but but hold on. That's is that Molly Caram? I uh, yeah, I think because so. she used to host it. It looks like her. She was married to Jalen Rose. Yeah. Um. So I thought Stephen A. said they don't count. No, no. Well, listen. Stephen A's reaction when he says the range. They don't count. They don't Let me count. go back. Which team in New York do you think wins a championship next? Rangers. Oh, Lord. Come on, Patrick. I mean, that is a Harry Mays. No one cares about hockey. Oh, Lord. Well, right. But it's it's he's not saying he didn't jump in there and say they don't count. They don't count. I loved how, how Kay steps out there and goes Rangers. Yep. He might be. He's probably right. He's probably right. Yeah. Yes. Because the Knicks aren't winning a championship before anybody else, any baseball teams. No. The Giants. And now, if the Jets got Aaron Rodgers and suddenly became not the Jets, there's a possibility. Yeah, but there's the problem. They're still the Jets. Yeah. Right. (laughs) You know, the Giants. Benny and the Jets. The the Giants are, you know, an improved club, but they're not there yet either. And now the Yankees and, and Mets are two of the favorites to meet in the world series. Yeah. Subway series. And he's Mr. Yankee. Uh, Michael K. K. Yeah. So the fact that he goes Rangers was kind of surprising to me, but what the Rangers have a chance to win a championship before the baseball all-star break. Okay. The couple but, will be handed out in June. Well, right. But I'm saying so. like that would be, they have to win it this year. Yeah. Well, I mean, look, they just load it up. Right. They go out well, and they yeah, get Tarasenko. Yeah, they and they already and had the, they already had the bread man, right? Yeah, they got the bread man. They got Dobby because the batter's Yeah, you know, he's one of the good. ugliest players in the planet. Well, he is hideous. I'm um, seriously, crazy. him and Voracek together <laughs> would have been like the two ugliest guys to ever play hockey. Yeah, no you disrespect. Would, yeah, well, Jake's yeah. done. He's he's yeah, I know it's, it's cooked for him, but um, but, uh, you're right. But, but I mean, do you think team. it was set? My point is what I'm getting out of here. I apologize. Is do you think it was kind of a setup where I'm going to come in here and say Rangers, and then you guys are going to react with disdain and, you know, like, oh, are you serious? See, I that could be the case. I don't put that past the show like first take because I right. think it's all contrived, just ridiculous. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. That's, that's why I don't watch these dumb shows. Correct. You know? But that was so it was it was Molly who said they don't count. See, I, okay, I'm glad you played that because I always when I read it, it appeared when I just read it fast that it was Stephen A that said they don't count. Yeah, he was dismissive as well because he's like, oh, 
golf, please. <laughs> I mean, quite frankly, like, like per, per, he should have done. Ah, oh, jeez. Yeah, that's basically <laughs> what he did. <laughs> we have to get Stephen A. on the program. Oh man. Oh God. Yeah, but they uh, did load up, though. I mean, does Patrick Kane have anything left? You think? Maybe for one year. I think. Yeah, I think he's, he's kind of shot. Yeah. But, you know, in a run, you never know. Yeah. He's a depth piece there, so we'll see um, if they're able to do that or not. But, yeah. Wow. Uh, you know, a lot of people in the hockey community were outraged that oh. the rights holder was dismissing the sport. Well, I mean, you're around these these people at these games at night. Like, did you have you talked to anybody since that came out that expressed no. that to you personally? No. I mean, that's just oh. a Twitter outrage for the 20% oh, yeah. of the population that's on Twitter and vocal. Right. That likes to bitch. Right. So, uh, Joey B wants to know when I switched from uh, to Diet Pepsi from Diet Coke. This is breaking news. I go with the Diet Pepsi because it's a dollar and a half cheaper at my Costco when I buy the thirty-six pack. Oh my god! Yeah, how many of those are you consuming in a day? Because you know that's not good for you. Two, two a day. I'm down to that's two. it. Okay. Yeah, I'm switching to iced tea, Harry. Iced tea. Yeah, but I'm very particular. Uh, the only iced tea I really like is the the Diet Snapple half and half, which is half iced tea, half lemonade. Oh, that's got a lot of sugar in it too, doesn't it? Uh, no, it's sugar free. Oh, well, then it's got that crap in it. That's really bad. Aspartame. Yeah, yeah. But I'm trying to get off the soda. I'm trying. I'm by my birthday. I'm trying to quit everything. Mm. And I've come up with this idea, Harry. I'm Wait a second. Whoa, whoa, whoa! You're going to quit dipping everything. Yeah. And when's the birthday? March 30th. Oh, wow. Yeah. We're going to, we're going to make a run at it here. Okay, good. Yeah. And I've come up with this idea of a rehab facility for people roughly our age. You got to be north of 40, mm -hmm. but it's not a rehab to get rid of drinking or to get rid of, you know, smoking herb or whatever. Heroin. No. Yeah. It's not like that kind of rehab. It's, mm -hmm. it's basically a factory reset for the midlife adult so you go and and week one all you do is you cannot take any you can't smoke any weed you can't drink any alcohol you detox from caffeine nicotine everything mm. all you eat are vegetables drink water and eat you know lean meats and sleep for so basically week. all i'd have to give give up is the vodka yes. other than that i i'm basically on that program yeah and yeah. you just get rid of all that stuff. And then you stay there for another three or four weeks mm. and you get into a workout routine and you rebuild and you come back with a factory reset of your body. It's like doing a defrag on an old computer. Get rid of all your old files. And yeah, Bruno used to have to do that every two weeks on the show. Yeah. You have to defrag his brain. He brain. Said. Yeah. yeah. Put it Along on with the iPad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So uh, I'm thinking that's about that's a pretty good idea. Like I'd I'd get involved. I got a buddy who does uh, who owns a outpatient opioid addiction facilities in the Philadelphia mm -hmm. area. Okay, I mean, maybe make 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 it sort of a part of that, like a separate wing. Yeah, you know. Yeah, we have we have two different. Yeah, we have a wing. <laughs> <laughs> so I uh, think that that would be very effective and and highly. Uh, successful venture to, to get into i do too and you, you'd probably be getting better sleep but if you're not getting oh. better sleep right now you don't have to go to a rehab facility just get some sleep 
The scientifically advanced SOM stack includes ingredients that are naturally found right now in your body, like GABA, magnesium, and melatonin. We all know that sleep is the best form of recovery. Just ask N4L founder and NFL tight end Colin Thompson. It's helped him take his game to the next level. And it's really simple. All you do is drink one serving just 30 minutes before bed, and your body will naturally calm itself down. You'll wake up feeling refreshed and ready to conquer the day. Make sure you check them out at GetSom, G-E-T-S-O-M.com, and use the code G's, J-E-E-Z, for 10% off your order. Get some sleep. See, how I'm, I am constantly exhausted hmm. and That's like not good yeah I, since i had the covid you know about what seven eight weeks ago mm-hmm. i think i have long covid oh, i still geez. haven't felt right i i got this long like the long COVID. oh because that's what the news told you yes yes <laughs> it's the power of suggestion harry see because i don't watch the news so tell me what long covid is I don't know. It's being exhausted all the time. I don't know if it's oh. if it's COVID related or I'm just fucking just getting run ragged in this hockey season between my kids teams and yeah, you know, running the kids around. I mean, last weekend, I literally on, on the one day drove my kids everywhere. Mm. I was a, from from noon until about nine thirty, ten o'clock that night, driving somebody somewhere hitting an ATM machine to give them fucking cash and picking them up. Now, what, what is the old lady doing all during all this? Getting buckled. <laughs> <laughs> no condition to drive out. Exactly. exactly right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm driving around like a chicken with my head cut off. It's insane. So her plan is get up, start the day, pop an edible so she'd be incapacitated and unable to do all of these things yeah. so you have to go do it yeah so, so i'm running around like a dick genius yeah it's unbelievable <laughs> it really is unbelievable i got the long covid joey b says long covid is that the new porn movie yeah right oh, <laughs> very <man>. today wow <laughs> it's un. it's unbelievable but you quit in copenhagen i mean i'm really interested to know about this yeah, I think Copenhagen, now that they're going to hear this on the pod, Har, is going to intervene because they cannot lose me. <laughs> right. The stock price will plummet. Yeah. Oh, yeah. my God, yes. But when uh, I quit, I quit Skull. Uh, uh-huh. I, I want to say this was mid-90s. Yep. And I did it. I think I've told you this before. I even said it on the air when we were on back in the old place. Is I realized it was nothing to do with the nicotine. For me, it was a hand-to-mouth habit. Oh, big time. So what I did was, instead of, you know, having the little dip jug or whatever, I you know, you use bottle, whatever, I would carry around a cup, a plastic cup with spring water in it, and I would just drink it. Just sipping it. And I'd walk around, you know, at night, you know, I'm watching a basketball game or whatever it is, and I'd have the cup, and I'd just, instead of spitting in it, of course, I'm taking a drink. And it, after yeah. about a week and a half, two weeks, I beat it. No, it's a good yeah. idea. So it's a real good idea. That's how I did it. All right. It's not well, easy though. No, it's not. No. I've been I've been a you know, I've been on the wagon for a long time. Mm-hmm. Very long time. Um, Joey B says, uh, Merck, Gary Rossington. He, of course he passed away, guitarist for Leonard Skitter. Where do you rate him as a guitarist? Rest in peace, Gary. Mm. Where do you, where where do you uh put, you know, Leonard Skitter's an interesting band, Harry, because there's multiple guitarists in the original. Yeah. But, um 
Rossington was one of the, the founding guys. Um, mm-hmm. Who was that other guy? Was it Gaines? Mm. The young, he was a young guy. He died in the in the air in the airplane the crash. crash. Yeah. he was brilliant. I yeah. think it was. I think it was him, and I think it was uh, maybe him and his sister both died on that. Hold on, let me check. I want to get this right because he was. I thought he was the better guitar player. Okay. Um, let me see. Leonard Skinner. We'll look this up. Was um, it? Um, let me see here. I'm trying to early years trying to find out everybody that was in the band. There we go. Rock. We've got uh, members and where I need past members. See band. Uh they get they take you into a whole other page. I hate to do it. Yeah, this is ridiculous. Yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, Teresa Gaines was the sister. Uh, it's and, a sister. Yes. Yeah. Her brother. Steve Gaines was the one. He was brilliant. Yeah. He was brilliant. He was better than Rossington, in my yeah. opinion. Okay. But, um, yeah, Rossington was a great. He had a great sound, a great southern rock sound. Mm-hmm. You know, he sort of sounded like Blackfoot too. You remember the band Blackfoot? Yes, I do. <laughs> yeah, he, he could get. He had, he had that certain sound with that. He played a Gibson, I think, most of the time. Rossington. Yeah, Gary. Yep, he did. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. It's uh so he was good in that documentary, man. He looked like 40 miles of bad road. Yeah. I mean, he, he looked like a southern rock musician. Oh, always <laughs> like, had the cowboy hat on. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah he was a Les Paul player. He, he yeah, played right. Yeah. Tobacco splash. Uh, was, oh, is it a tobacco burst? Yeah. He played that okay. one quite a bit. And okay. he played black one on occasion too. But yeah. Yeah. Maybe a gold top uh, <laughs> on occasion here. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, I, I I don't really rank those guys in Leonard Skinner from that standpoint because there's so many of them. So it's yeah. hard. To, and they play dueling parts and some of them, mm-hmm. would, you know, they play the same notes in a different spot on the neck. Yeah. And it was sort of like up. the Allman brothers had that, that thing going with like Dickie Betts and, and, mm-hmm. you know, and there are other guitarists after, uh, after harmonizing. Away. Yeah. It was, re- it's great. It's a great sound. Yeah, but it's hard to differentiate who's who unless you're watching it. Yeah, exactly. So you know, it's easy to rate guitarists when there's one or two in a band, but when you have so many members like they did, it, it was the the sound was collective. And I don't know how much he wrote, right? You know what his if you go was he the guy responsible for the riffs and solos in that smell, but not in Freebird? Right. You know, I don't know. Right, right, right. And so. that, he had the Rossington Collins band too after yes. the plane crash, and they had a, a couple of good songs. Yeah. So, so uh, REP will pour one out. So uh, all guess, the original members are gone now, I guess. Well, there's got to be one, or is is there any left? I don't know, man. Yeah, I'm I mean, not sure. Yeah, I gotta watch that uh, documentary that's on. I guess it was Netflix with on. It's good, again. really good. Yeah, Ricky yeah. Medlock was part of the the band, and he he was the Blackfoot guy, I think. Okay. All right. Well, I have to watch that documentary and check it out. I have not watched that one yet. Yeah. Uh, you want to tell the people about uh, Wealth Advisors, huh? Yeah, Wealth Advisory Services. If you don't know them by now, you should. You've been listening to this podcast. We know Paul, Dave, and their entire team have over a hundred years of first class service, working with all different levels of investors across the country. 
And as pros dedicated to continuing education and a high standard of ethics, they leave nothing to chance at Wealth Advisory Services. They're going to coordinate with other trusted pros to ensure seamless management of all your assets with services ranging from portfolio management, insurance, tax, estate, retirement planning, and beyond. Bucks County, PA, and Cape May, New Jersey. That's where you'll find them, wealthadvisoryservices.com, a personalized approach to managing your wealth. There you go. Um, what uh, what do you got uh, for this weekend, Harris? The PGA on event this weekend? Yeah, the players, man. It's like oh, the fifth right. major, they call it. Yeah. Yes. Great field. Um, you know, only Cam Smith, who won it last year and then since split for live, uh, is you know, the only top golfer that's not in the field. Yeah. And, uh, you know, coming off a big week last week, Rory McIlroy had a great week, uh, came close to winning it. I think he's going to win this week, um, but it's going to be great. It's a great golf course. You know, it's one of those places where they play the same course every year and you get to know it. Like when you watch it each and every year, it's almost like you're, you've played the holes. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, like Augusta national. You're like, you know, what's coming. Yep. It's pretty exactly. cool. Pebble hair. Yeah, right. Same thing. I mean, I go through the whole golf course in my, you know, my mind's eye and plot out the shots. Yeah. Well, you, know? you got to be in your glory right now. I mean, it's all, it's ready to just totally, you know, golf season is back. Which is yeah. Right yeah. Thing for you. So. Yeah. Now, have you been following this uh, NFL free agency stuff? Not really. No. I haven't been dialed, dialed into it as much as I normally am. Um, maybe because, you know, I mean, the Eagles have a lot of free agents, and I saw – I don't know if you saw, but Jimmy Kemsky did a really detailed uh, piece in the Philly Voice with his thoughts as to who he thinks is coming back. And uh, it was kind of surprising, I, I thought, a lot of this stuff. Um, let me see if I can pull this up here. going to be a lot, of, a lot of changes with the Eagles for sure. Yeah, they have a lot of guys, especially on defense, that are up. Yeah. Uh, uh, Javon Hargrave, who had a really good year. Cox. 11 sacks, 60 tackles. Yeah, Fletcher Cox. Um, he actually Brandon thinks. Brandon Graham, too, right? Yeah, Brandon Graham, too. He actually thinks that Hargrave is going to stay. Okay. And projected payday is like $48 million over three years. Bradbury, the cornerback, who they picked up, I think he was with the Giants, right? That was a mm -hmm. big pickup uh, yep. for Howie Roseman late, uh, late in the summertime, if I remember. He thinks he's going to go because he's going to get uh, upwards to three years and $51 million. And Gardner Johnson, the other cornerback, uh, he thinks he's going to go. He'll get anywhere for five years, $75 million he could garner Jeez. on the free agent market. Fletcher Cox, you mentioned, he thinks he's going to go too. Wow. He thinks that he'll go. He's at that point now where he'll pick up these one-year deals, maybe with a team that's, you know, other another team that can contend one yep. year 10 10 million dollars and uh we've probably seen the the last of fletcher cox according to jimmy isaac sayamalu on the front on the offensive line been a pretty good player pretty versatile yeah. player guard center he thinks that uh he's gonna go as well jeez my uh miles sanders from penn state he thinks he's out of here yeah. uh and I, I you know he thinks he's only gonna get one year five million dollars projected uh, but I guess that's too much money for, for the Eagles right now with a running back. T.J. Edwards makes tackles all over the field. He thinks he's going to stay. That's good for the defense. Kaiser White, he thinks he'll go. Marcus Epps, he thinks, is going to stay. The well, safety. Howie's got a lot of work to do, Harry. Oh, yeah, man. I mean, 
you know, Gardner Minshew, he thinks is going to move on somewhere else. Wow. Uh, Boston Scott, he thinks will stay. And uh, Andre Dillard, remember him, the former first round pick, the tackle? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's kind of been a bust here, really hasn't done much of anything. He thinks he's going to go somewhere else. Well, Mylotta just, you know, you grab him in the seventh round and make him a project, and he fills that spot that Dillard could have had on the left side. Absolutely. Yeah. So, Wow. Yeah. Howie's got a lot of work to do. Let's tell the people about shots and giggles, Harry, before we get out of here. Call it a well, day. Yeah. <laughs> Is that what we're going to do? We're going to call That's it a day. Yeah. I got to start preparing for uh, uh, the hammer and. Oh, uh, man. And how does to... one prepare for the hammer? Uh, I'm not sure yet. I'll let you know next <laughs> on next week's episode. Well, it's, it's cold again this week. So it'd be a great time to get down to the oh. southernmost city in the continental United States, Jay. That's Key West, Florida. Our friends over at Shots and Giggles, they are the go-to locals and wannabe locals bar in Key West. Right behind Sloppy Joe's, right next to Tattoos and Scars Saloon, right off Green Street, right in that drag, that main drag there. Shots and Giggles is known for its relaxed atmosphere, cold drinks, and always having sports on any of their five TVs. So when you're down in the Keys this winter or this spring, Stop by Shots and Giggles, hang out with the awesome bartenders, grab a drink from their to-go uh, window, and watch some sports on the, in the southernmost NFC East bar, shotsandgiggles.com. They're also on Facebook and Instagram, at Shots and Giggles. It's one of the places I want to get to. Yeah, I've not, I have never been to Key West. I got to get down there. Mm -hmm. um, I was talking with the old lady the other day. I said, we got to plan two different spots i want to go one south one north okay i want to go down to key west harry and mm -hmm. i want to go to banff in alberta oh wow so that's the plan now we'll, we'll see banff isn't that like a big national park or something up there because my it's near calgary right yeah yes that's my sister's been there have you ever seen the photos of banff hack yeah, yeah my sister showed them to me she was there during the summertime um, and it, it looked awesome. Oh, it's unbelievable. The, the color of the water and, you know, mm -hmm. the whole thing up there is unreal. Yeah. How just beautiful Banff is. Now, for some reason, I couldn't see you in Key West. I can't picture that. You can't? What do you mean? Well, I mean, like, you know, what we, kind we, of SPF are we talking here? Well, I, mean, I, you, I do. I have fair skin, but. Right. I, I, that's I, what I'm I saying. be out there in the sun, Harry. That's That's not. I'm not averse to the the sunlight. I'm not always in a hockey rink, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, give me a little some credit people, here. Some people like me think you are. Yeah. Well, now how about this idea? Joey B says sometimes he comes up with some good ones. Buckled hockey moms. Yeah, that, that's not bad. Mert in the minivan for four. But buckled hockey moms could be like a TV show. Yeah, that could be a reality <laughs> show, Harry. Right. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to show you Banff here. I just uploaded a picture. Oh. That's our background now is Banff. Let me see if I can go okay. like, uh, give, give us a little more. Now, is that in the Canadian Rockies? I guess so, yeah. I think it would be, right? Yeah, yeah I mean, look at the color of that water. Yeah, now, is that a, was that a lake? Some sort of lake? Yeah, in the mountains? the foothills of a mountain, yeah. Wow. Yeah, got to get up there. Yeah. They got golf up there, too, but I think it, it's only open like three months a year. In three weeks. <laughs> <laughs> it's got it's cold up there all the time. Yeah. My kind of my kind of place. Wow. All right, let's uh let's wrap it up there, Harry. We'll be back next week uh for what episode fifty three. 
53. We'll see uh, okay. how the tournament, uh, the tournament gets underway this weekend. Well, it, yeah, it's actually tonight. Villanova plays tonight. I think they have Georgetown. They should be able to handle them. But they're going to have to – I think they're going to have to win their conference tournament to get in because they're – you know, they don't have – they're like 500. You know, yeah. they're going to they're gonna have to win the tournament. Temple's going to have to win the tournament, which they won't because they won't be able to get past Houston if they have to play them. Um, so I think we're going to get shut out. Yeah, it's going to be no big five in the NCAA tournament. That's, that's, that's what it's looking like. St. Joe's plays today too, but they're they're not going anywhere. Yeah. LaSalle as well. Yeah. Yeah. Ridiculous, man. All right. Uh, that's going to wrap up episode 52. Everybody, thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. Leave us a five-star rating and review. We'll be back next week for another brand new episode of the Odd Podcast. Thanks, everybody. Whiskey bottle.